day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 38, From Face to Canvas. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Christina as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? Doing good, how are you? I'm doing good. I I met you on Twitch, and you have such a great personality. I said, you know what, this person needs to be on this podcast and talk about her hobby. Oh, thank you. I know, I just paid you to say that. Yeah, yeah, shh, hush, hush, don't tell them that. Okay, 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 sorry, 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 shh. Yeah, yeah, so we'll, we'll deal with that money problem later, but for now, we're going to learn about Christina and all her all of her amazingness, if that's a word. So before we start to talk about Christina's hobby, I'm sure the audience or the listeners would love to learn a little bit more about you. Uh, well, there's not much more to say about me. Um, so I he obviously stalked me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I am a makeup artist on Twitch. So that's that's basically what I do. My name is Chris. Hi, I, I put stuff on my face and uh, I do it live on the internet for people to watch me. That all sounds so weird and so awkward, but yep, that's that's so well, that's what I do, guys. <laughs> it's very elegant and it's very presentable, and she interacts with the community, which is great. <laughs> so she kind of gave away the title of the show or the the actual topic, which is. Was it makeup art, body art? Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, makeup. I guess, yeah, I guess the best way to to describe it would just be makeup art because it's not regular makeup, you know, just everyday makeup that you would wear. I mean, I guess you could wear this makeup out every day, but you, you might get some looks. But basically what I do is uh, create uh, works of art on my face and on some parts of my body. And she goes through the whole process on Twitch. You can watch it. And there's always a time lapse at clips later on. So you can watch that. But I recommend you watch the whole thing because she talks to the people and she's there and she takes a little breaks here and there to have a conversation. But you know what? That's that's part of being there for the community. Yeah, exactly. So how did you get introduced to uh, makeup art? Was it a person or an event or did you see a picture on a wall and said, hey, I want to do that? (laughs) <laughs> that's a, it's a very funny and long story uh so well it started really really long ago my dad used to paint faces or paint like at kids birthday parties he would just paint on kids faces like as a as a hobby people would ask him hey could you just come here and you know paint flowers or rainbows or random stuff on their faces and i'd be like oh that's cool i want to do that that's a lot of fun face painting's fun um and then i would join him as he would do those parties and then uh weird weird note when i was uh in high school i helped my friend's mom who was a clown do face painting so i started doing that um and then i got older fell in love with the world of YouTube and um, Michelle Fawn, who is basically the beauty guru number one of YouTube. uh, She started to do makeup videos that were more artsy. And I completely fell in love with her looks and how she did stuff. And then I, I went from there. I didn't really discover Twitch until very, very late in my life, though. Actually, probably a year ago, I think I discovered Twitch and um, I didn't really know that you could do makeup on there. It's mostly if anybody isn't familiar with Twitch, it's it basically started as a gaming live streaming platform. So people played video games on that. Um, And I didn't realize that you could do other things like art and obviously makeup until I met um, someone by the name. I'm going to plug her in here. Her name is O'Flora. She does makeup and body art on Twitch as well. And she I met her in real life in L.A. and she inspired me to start a Twitch channel. 
So yeah, that's that's kind of like a, a real quick and dirty version of the evolution of how I was face painting with my dad and all of a sudden here I am on Twitch. <laughs> I gotta say, are you planning to have your dad on the stream one day? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think he he would like to be on stream. And plus, my stream is a bit it's eight, it's 18 plus and I don't know if I <laughs> I don't know if I want my parents on there. I I don't think my parents know I curse. Let's just say that. <laughs> Here's the solution. You put earplugs in your dad's ear and you don't put him on camera. You just have his hand just appear doing your face art. That's such a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> or or I just like just, you know, he put blindfolds in, ear earphones in, just have him just wave. That that works too. Hey, whatever whatever works exactly. But if he puts blindfolds on and then is doing your makeup art, that might be a little hard for him. It might be a challenge. Maybe he's a great artist that can do it blindfolded. Hey, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, exactly. Abstract art, you know? Modern. Exactly. <laughs> so this might be an odd question, but do you remember that one face art that you saw that like, just started it for you? Like, you know what? I want to do this. I want to stream about this. I want to show to the world what I can do. Was there like one from one person? You're like, wow, that specific face art was the one that started it all. Mm, that's a very good question. I, I wouldn't say it'd be one specific thing. It definitely was. I was definitely very, very inspired by O'Flora because um, I, just the look she created was so whimsical and beautiful. Um, while her art style is completely different from mine, just seeing her work and be able to put different things on her face and use her face as a canvas was super inspiring to me. So I wouldn't say it was a specific look itself, but it definitely was a specific person for sure. So there's just a combination of everything. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So for you, what would you say is the best part about makeup art on a personal and emotional level? It's the reaction you get from the community. I think that's my favorite part is that you get people saying like, oh my gosh, how is that even possible? Or how did you do that? That's so cool. Or the fact that um, people get inspired by the looks I do and create artwork based off of that. And I think that in a very emotional level is so rewarding because it's your art is creating and inspiring more art. And that's incredibly wonderful to me. And I feel so blessed whenever anybody says they're inspired by what I do. Speaking of which, when you do create your creations, are you one that is bound to one specific type of makeup art or do you like to try everything? So in other words, do you want to do like obstacle illusions or more nature look or let's say anime look? I go everywhere. So so I think uh, it's it's actually a lot more fun to um, to experience new things with everybody online. Uh, I'm saying that because I am pretty much new at this. Like I just started streaming maybe eight months ago and I I stopped doing face art for the longest time. I, I actually just picked it up again eight months ago when I started Twitch, when I was inspired by O'Flora, um, I picked up the the makeup <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's do this. So basically my, my style is all over the place because I'm trying all new things, optical illusions um, to nature. He looks exactly like you said, anime looks to I've done food. 
I've done, I've drawn food on my body <laughs> just because I was like, hey, I'm really inspired by this particular food. I'm going to draw that on my body just because I feel like it. Um, and I think that's really fun for the audience to see what's going to happen and not really know exactly what's going to happen. Because from from one stream, we could be we could be doing really beautiful florally florally looks. I don't know if that's a word. Is that a word? I don't know. Yeah, yeah we just made it up. It's a word now. <laughs> we'll make it a word now. <laughs> Um, to just something completely ridiculous. Like I drew a, a, a tub of chicken on my chest and, you know, we went, we went from one opposite to another. <laughs> this might be a weird question, but when you choose the food you paint, is it a craving, like a craving? It's like, you know what, this day I crave chicken. I'm just going to paint it on my chest and then I'm going to go to KFC and get some chicken. <laughs> Um, actually, it kind of is and it kind of isn't. Sometimes it is like, oh my God, I was craving Takis one day and I, I drew Takis on my chest and I was like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, make my boyfriend go buy a bag of Takis so I can pose with the bag of Takis and then just consume the whole thing later, which I did immediately after taking photos of my look with the Takis bag. I was like, I'm, I'm eating all of this right now. <laughs> So yes and no. The the chicken I did not eat and I was not craving that. Actually, the chicken that I did was not of KFC, but it was actually of a uh, brand called Jollibee. It's a, it's a fast food restaurant based in the Philippines. I was actually uh, getting really homesick. I'm Filipino. A majority of my family was in the Philippines. And I was like, you know what? I miss my childhood and I miss my family and I want to draw this on my chest. So I'm going to do this. A bucket of chicken on my chest. <laughs> That's actually, I find that pretty cool that you brought the culture from the Philippines I wouldn't say necessarily onto your chest, but I mean, you presented it to well, the world. I mean, yeah, I did. <laughs> Sounds weird saying that, but like, yeah, I brought it from my home country to my chest. But no, like you're presenting it in a different way that people wouldn't have expected it. And I'm sure I feel like you might try different recipes on your chest. That sounds weird as well. That sounds really weird. <laughs> like I'm serving food on my body. That is not the type of body art. <laughs> That's not the type of switch you guys are tuning into. No, no, no. It's wholesome, no, 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 no. 18 plus, like curse language, but it's PG-13, I guess in other sense. I guess. It would, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd say PG-13. Let's go with that, okay? <laughs> um. So what kind of equipment do you own to do your makeup art? It could either be the tools you use. I don't know if they're called tools. And also the actual makeup, the products. Yeah. Um. So I'm not going to go into like a bunch of uh, naming a bunch of brands, but I use everyday regular makeup. So anything for it's just regular eyeshadow, regular blush, contour, like that's what I use. The only thing different about the makeup that I use is I only use cruelty free makeup. So things that are not tested on animals. Um, as far as the tools that I use, I am, <laughs> I'm very basic. I need to upgrade my tools. Actually, I don't have fancy brushes. I literally have craft brushes. So like things you can buy at the arts and crafts store. So those type of brushes and then some basic makeup brushes like blending brushes and eyeshadow application brushes, stuff like that. But nothing really too crazy. Like I don't have the fancy like um, uh, Jeffree Star uh, brushes that just came out. Like I, I don't have that kind of I don't I don't make that kind of money. <laughs> and I, I don't have those type of tools. But I mean, um, I make do with what I have. And I think that's the most important thing um, about you know, doing this is you don't get stuck on trying to have the latest and greatest. You just really try to make do with what you got. You're the MacGyver of makeup. Mm, yeah, quite so, quite so. So uh, do you have a go-to store for purchasing your makeups? Let's say Sephora or... Mm, yeah, that's a good question. Um, 
I, it's mostly done online. A lot of my shopping is done online. So my, like, for instance, one of my uh, favorite, my favorite eyeshadow brands is called Sugar Pill. And I can only find that online. And as well as M Cosmetics, I can only buy that online. But if there's any others that I can purchase in person, I do go to Sephora or Ulta, um, like one of those two stores. Now, you seem like a very creative person. And Every time you're so confident with every new product project you do. So I have to ask you, how do you pull the inspiration for the new project? Do you look it up online? Do you like where where is this inspiration coming from? Um, so there's multiple places. Sometimes, um, sometimes it's literally like I'm walking down the street and I see something. I'm like, oh, cool. That would look great on me. <laughs> and I, I try that. Um, other times it's, I'm scrolling through, um, Pinterest or Instagram and I see someone do a look and I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. I would love to recreate that. And obviously when I recreate it, I credit the artist. Um, but that, if that's one of the things, or I'm inspired by, um, I'm inspired by pieces that have already been done um, with art. So stuff I see in a museum, literally anything. I, I'm known to look at anything around me and just make it into inspiration. So, I mean, the whole world around us is inspiration. So I just try to, <laughs> try to pull it. And if I ever actually, if I, if I don't have any inspiration, nothing feels inspiring to me, I actually have my audience choose looks for me because that makes it more fun for them too to see if they could either A, stump me or watch me try to create something and see if I fail or succeed. <laughs> No, I got to ask you, because you said when you see something, you said that would look good on me. Did you say that when you saw the chicken? You're like, you know what? That chicken would look good on me. I said, hell yeah, that would look delicious. Oh, I'm sorry. I cursed. <laughs> yes, it would look so great on me. <laughs> That's awesome. I love how you're just like taking everything around. She's like, you know what? This is it. And I also enjoy that you always put up like the picture of the inspiration. So you give credit to the person you're trying to uh, take the inspiration from, but you also turn it into your own thing. So you don't mm. copy word for word, well, not word for word, but image for image per se. Yes. You make yes. it your own and you pull it off. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. Again, I'll pay you later for that compliment. <laughs> yes, exactly. So how long does it usually take you to do your art? Yeah, I, I guess it can vary, but what's the average, would you say? Yeah. So actually, it, it depends. Um, when I do artwork on stream, it takes me maybe an average of four to five hours to do a look. But if I did it without the talking, it takes me around two to three hours. So <laughs> um, obviously when, I, when I'm when i on stream, and I think you, you, you talked about it earlier where you said that I interact with the audience a lot. I take my breaks and I, I talk a lot. So I it, that's the reason why it takes so long for me um, on stream is because I end up speaking way too much instead of doing my work. Uh, but yeah, so when I'm on stream and I'm having fun chit-chatting with everybody, that's when it's like, that, that four to five hour like lengthy time <laughs> otherwise just doing a regular regular look by myself it's yeah pretty much cut that in half yeah but that's like half the fun well no that's the full fun where you interact with the people and everybody's getting along and, and yeah like you're describing every piece of you as you're going you're like yeah i don't like this line this line is too much i gotta get this off you're mm -hmm, like very interactive mm -hmm. and i enjoy that Thank you. Thank you. Oh, gosh. I, you know, you're breaking my wallet here. All these compliments. Yeah, we're at four pennies right now. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Once we reach five, you know, it's yeah, it's going to it's going to cost you. Yeah, that's that bank <laughs> is breaking. I feel my wallet crying already. 
So what is your biggest accomplishment? If you can actually choose one saying, you know what, this one project I made is my best one, in my opinion. Mm, okay, so that's hard because I would say if you if we were saying in general, my biggest accomplishment, I'm going to say, and I, I hate to say that it's mine because it's not my accomplishment, but my community on Twitch is amazing. I I really love the people that pop into the streams. They're so creative. They're so supportive and they're just positive, wonderful people. And they are just amazing. And just the fact that I'm able to talk to them every time I stream, surround myself with them, like even off stream, I just feel so very honored. And I would say that's my greatest accomplishment. If we're talking about just regular, regular makeup looks, that's really hard for me to say because I'm okay. So I'm a really picky Virgo and I know this will drive people crazy, but like every time I finish a look, I'm like, meh, not good enough. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just like, eh. Ah, oh, dang it! I could have done this better. Whoops! Well, we'll try again. Um, but if I if I scroll back through my looks and I I try to find one that I really truly do love, it's one that looks like I I am cracked porcelain and I have flowers growing out of me and I have like vines wrapped around me and stuff like that. That's on my Instagram. Um, that one I really did enjoy doing, and I think that shows probably the the some of my finer work. Yeah, I remember that one. It, it's pretty cool. It just shows a contrast and also shows a, like a three-dimensional aspect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was hella hard. <laughs> but I, I thought it looked amazing. So I guess you would call yourself a perfectionist? That's a really good word. I am very much a perfect, perfectionist. Wow, I can't even say it. <laughs> You're that word. <laughs> yes, I am this word. This word that you just said, that's it. That is me. So being a perfectionist, I'm sure you've, like you said, you look back at your older pictures and your older projects. Do you ever like notice, okay, this is what I did wrong. This is what I did right. This is what I want to try to do on my next thing. So do you learn on your process or doing your process? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, every single every single look that I do on stream is a learning process for me. Um, if you haven't noticed, I've been doing a lot of optical illusions lately in my streams, mostly because I want to practice um, doing optical illusions. But not only that, I feel that one of my weaker points um, in my artwork is that I'm very um, shading and highlighting is uh very difficult for me. And with optical illusions, you really need to be good at shading and highlighting in order for it to look realistic or good in any way. So that's exactly why I've been doing it more and more. Um, I tend to, if I'm feeling inspired by a certain art style, I, I tend to do more of it just so I can practice and continue to get better at it. So yeah, every single stream is me trying to get better at something. And you're human, you're growing and you're learning. And if you go back down to her first few pictures on Instagram, I'm sure you've done this before we started posting, you can see an evolution in her growth, as you would see in the same with my podcast from my first one to my most current one. We all grow. Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. And we had to be patient with that growth, too. No, but I want it now. Okay. well, (laughs) too bad. (laughs) Fine. I'll get it tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. So uh, this question, I uh, might rephrase it, but uh, you do mostly the makeup on your own face. Have you ever considered doing it on other people's faces like your dad did? 
Um, okay, so here's the thing is that that makes me really nervous because I feel like I, I I don't know, my dad does it really well. But for me, I'm just like, Oh, no, what if it doesn't look right? I'm so used to my own, my own body and where, you know, like my cheek curves a certain way or my nose is a certain way. And I, I know where to put things on my face for it to look real. Um, if I did it on someone else's body, all the shapes would be different. And on top of that, I'm just afraid that I'll just be breathing all over the all over their face. And what if my breath stinks? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> these, these are the things that I'm thinking about. These are the important things that I'm thinking about. Not the artwork. Is my is my breath bad? And am I breathing on them? And you're also just staring <laughs> at them just intensely. Mm-hmm. Yes, intently staring at them. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't like you like that. No, I just I'm trying to put this flower right by your lips. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, think of it this way. It's like when you go to the dentist. People are working in your mouth. Do you stare at the dentist or do you look away? True, yeah. Do you do you look away? Do you? Oh my gosh! But they also have those masks, so maybe I should invest in those masks if I try to draw on someone. Yeah, for me, sometimes I'm stupid. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to make this awkward, so I stare right into the light. And oh <laughs> wow, that's that's yeah, that's, that's not, not nice. It's not good. Sometimes no. I, sometimes I fall asleep too because it's really relaxing. Oh wow, that's also very odd. No, that's dentist is not relaxing. It's the opposite of relaxing. <laughs> Hey, you don't know. It's just the soothing sound of a drill on your teeth. Mm. No, mm. I'm kidding. Like, I'm the only one who's like, everybody's listening. Is like, what the hell, Alex? What is that? Yeah. They're like, what? what is happening? No, no. PTSD. You're kind of some sort of freak. Yeah. Get me out of here. So back to makeup art, which is a lot more soothing than drills on, in, on the teeth. Ah, yes. What are some misconceptions about people who do makeup art or body art? Yeah, the biggest misconception that I misconception that I see on Twitch um, is that it is a sexualized thing because you're doing art on your body. Um, people tend to think that it is that it is sexual, especially if you a if you're a body painter, which a lot of my friends are, um, and they do full body paints, and in which case it means that they are not fully, they're not wearing clothing, they're wearing their paint as as clothing. This is seen as sexual for some reason, which I don't understand, because if you look at any sort of old traditional artwork, everybody's butt naked, mm-hmm. <laughs> butt naked for everybody to see. Um, and it's obviously not seen as sexual because it's artwork. Um, and it's the same way with modern art now. So with modern body art that these men and women and, you know, whatever they identify as, they're just putting artwork on their body and it is in no way, shape or form sexual. Um, I have not stepped into that threshold as of yet. Uh, most of my artwork is chest up but i mean as you've probably seen in some of my streams i get some i get some trolls in my chat that try to make me do things that are not uh not uh what would you say appropriate uh, pg yes pg and appropriate for this platform it's a different type of stream that they're thinking they're in but yeah thankfully i i haven't um really stepped into that side of things but i kind of do want to because i think it's a, a beautiful side of art um that i i'd like to explore as well but i think that is definitely the biggest misconception about it no i also noticed uh, recently well this podcast is coming out many months later but there was an event that happened recently that frustrated you and it showed me a, a side of character that i don't see in many people is that you you're you have the ability to take a lot of hits meaning you're able to control the trolls for yourself so you don't let it get to you but you do not like it when trolls or other people attack people that you care about 
And that's that's, yeah. a, that's a form of leadership. And I like that. That's that's the thing I noticed. And there's a lot. And that's that has, sorry, that has to do with the community. And I'm sure the community is strong. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you for noticing that. Yeah, absolutely. I I truly do love the people in this community. And um, and I've said it before on my streams where I don't mind if a troll comes comes in and talks about or says things about me because I don't put my value in what uh, some random stranger says on stream. And usually I feel like people who are trolling on Twitch are either a this is probably going to sound very egotistical, but I mean, if you're going out of your way to make someone else feel bad, it must say more about you than it does about the person you're trying to make feel bad. So typically I try to have fun with my trolls and uh, <laughs> we try to troll our trolls back. But if at any point those trolls turn to my audience or to the people in my community who are also doing body art, that's immediately where my mama bear instincts mm -hmm. turn on and I'm like, do not talk to them like that. <laughs> Get over here. No, that's very admirable. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Again, I'm going to pay you for this compliment. <laughs> We're at six cents right now. Gosh. <laughs> so how did makeup art have an impact on your perspective on life? Like, What did it teach you? Uh, it definitely. So makeup on my body has definitely taught me to be patient, especially patience with uh, my own personal growth. Because I think because I, like we said earlier, I'm a perfectionist. So when I'm I'm doing the artwork, it sometimes it can get disheartening when I feel like I'm not uh, improving as quickly as uh, my peers or as quickly as I would like to. So I'd say that's how it's impacted me is just teaching me how to be more, more kind to myself. And you will always learn more. And I'm sure you're going to be even more kind to yourself in the future and more. How do you say it? Um, I don't know if you're like me, but as I did my music throughout the years, I was a perfectionist as well. But then after a while, I'm like, you know, what? I should just not be so hard on myself because I see that too. You're like, you do sometimes you're like, ah, ah, you know what? I'll just let that go for this time. Like, but not like a complete big mistake, but you're like, ah, this is okay. I, I will work with that. It's, it works with the flow. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good that way. It, it makes it more enjoyable for yourself as well. Cause when you're, when you're like, ah, well, that could have been better. You're just like, ah, we'll, we'll just, you know, move on. <laughs> Happy mistakes. Imperfection is perfection. Exactly. So you spoke about the community and how they're wonderful and supportive. Have you met up with any of these people and just bonded over that? Or is it mostly just online that you've done it so far? Oh my gosh. I try my absolute hardest to meet up with everyone. Like I met Oflora before I was even streaming. I met her um, at Disney actually, because I was in LA and I messaged her and said, Hey, I would absolutely love to meet up with you and, you know, like hang out and, and just do stuff. And I finally was able to do that. Um, I've met other people, uh, online randomly. And actually this weekend I am flying to the Netherlands, um, to meet up with several streamer friends, uh, for uh, one particular streamer's birthday. Um, we're all going to meet up there. They're, they're coming from the UK. I'm coming from Canada. And there's a few of them that live in the Netherlands. So we're just all congregating in Amsterdam. And I, I love doing that. I love meeting everybody from online. Because I think what a lot of people forget is that um, that the, the people in chat are actual real people. And they, you know... It, it's hard to put a face to the the name, the the digital name. So it's it's hard to imagine that they're actual people. That's why I like to go out and meet them 
IRL, for for instance, because it's just like, oh yeah, you are a person, <laughs> you are alive, right? You have a you face, are, right? Yeah. <laughs> Can I paint you're it? You're not a figment of imagination. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna love Amsterdam. I've been there when I was 14. You're probably gonna have a lot more fun than me because I, I went with my grandmother, and at one point we went down the red light district. I was 14 and she's like, look, and she's very religious. And she's like, look, look, a whore, a hooker. And I'm like, oh, okay. Do I look? Do I not look? <laughs> Thanks, grandma. <laughs> I did not know this. Thank you. Yes, as a 14-year-old boy, I did not know about these things. <laughs> <laughs> things were learned that day. Things were learned. <laughs> yes, yes. What are some do's and don'ts in the world of body art? Uh, hmm. I'd say, um, kind of how it's changed me. Um, I, what I mentioned earlier, being patient with yourself, I, I'd say don't do be patient with yourself and don't be too hard on yourself. I think those are kind of like interchangeable, but I, I'd say they're the most important thing. Cause I, I know, um, just working with you with yourself and see and being able to see others and see what they're doing. And you, you try to compare yourself. Oh, that's another thing. Don't compare yourself to others. <laughs> um, but do come, uh, do compete with yourself and try not to compete with others. I think all of that is kind of, um, interlinked with each other of just working working alone and working in your own art it can kind of get intimidating seeing other people exceed or and it sometimes makes you feel less than um less than i don't know your, yourself less than what you actually are um and i think that's so detrimental to yourself and your artwork is when you just start comparing yourself to others and start being hard on yourself and um just thinking negatively so um, I would say absolutely positively don't do all of those things and do the opposite of those things. <laughs> Speaking of which, would you consider body art a competitive field where it's hard to not try to like it's true. You should never compare yourself, but I'm feeling anybody who will do it in every now and then. But don't do it. You're unique. You're special in your own way. But would you say that there's some people who are competitive? Mm, I think I don't think there's anything wrong with friendly competition, um, but I honestly haven't seen any of that on the beauty community in Twitch. The beauty community is probably on Twitch. The beauty community on Twitch has been the most supportive and most educational community I've ever been a part of. So uh, like when I first started streaming, I had some people come in and, you know, help me help me learn how to how to stream. Um, they taught me techniques to do while doing makeup. And it's all all lifting each other up. It's never been like, oh, you're doing better than me. So I'm not going to help you at all. It's everybody has been trying to help each other. And I think that is just, that is just so amazing because, you, you know, you, you rarely see that and in any, any genre and any platform, I guess. It's, it's very rare to see how people are willing to put community over competition. No, no, I completely agree. And you know what? I feel like body art is also one of those, especially on Twitch, it's a lot more enjoyable when the, the actual artist is happy. It's, in other words, I don't think I've ever seen a sad body artist. Like an angry body, <laughs> yeah. like I don't know if that's a thing. If you do angry body art, I mean, maybe I'm, I haven't seen any, but maybe it, it could be a thing. <laughs> like just like, like yeah, it could be pretty dangerous. It's like ah, uh, green on my shoulder, like just carving the green. Red ne right next to my eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's definitely unique. But like I said, I feel like everybody who does do it on this Twitch stream, they're very happy. 
and they're enjoying like i don't see a dull moment when they're doing it it's not like they're angry they're doing it they're happy when they're doing it like every time the brush touches their face there's like a little spark in their body's like mm-hmm. yes i want it right there Ooh, uh, and then like you said you know your face you know your body you can but i'm sure you would have an easy time to figure out let's say your dad's face if you ever do decide to do your dad's face yeah yeah actually i'm having my little brother um come on stream this weekend and i'm going to do his face and i think it's going to be entertaining as heck especially because obviously he doesn't wear makeup and because he um doesn't want me to do it so i'm forcing him (laughs) (laughs) did he sign the release form yeah uh well we're gonna we're gonna make him sign so some sort of form (laughs) that or i'll just threaten him with my older sisterly ways does he get a part of the cut Mm, he just doesn't get cut. <laughs> wow, this became a danger stream. This is this is the angry makeup we talked about. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I might already know the answer to this question, but I'll ask it anyways. Do you want to present this hobby to the world or keep it for yourself and escape from reality? I'm going to go ahead and escape from reality. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I already tried to share this with as many people as possible. Surprisingly, though, I'm really shy to share this with people I know um, in real life. Like I, I'm so more than willing to let people online discover me. So anybody from my social media to anybody on Twitch. But if I if I know somebody like one of my friends in real life, I guess if I haven't seen them for a long time, I won't be telling them, hey, check out my stream. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why. I'm just weird like that. I have, I honestly have no idea why. I've been in the same situation when it came to my music where I'm like, uh, I don't want to like self-promote. It's, it feels weird. It's like, hey, come check me out. But now for my podcast, I, I have no shame in the sense I'm talking to somebody. I'm like, hey, hey. And then the conversation goes and I'm like, do you have a hobby? And they're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. Do you have a hobby? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, the only reason I'm asking is do you want to be on my podcast? And they're completely thrown <laughs> off because it's like out of the blue. And I'm like, oh, no shame. I'm good. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Just, let's just go. <laughs> let's go. Let's do this. You should, you should just be like, you like art? Like, what? Yeah. yeah. You like art? Yeah. 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 I draw my body. You want to watch me draw things on my body? <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> on the internet. Live stream just for you. Maybe this <laughs> Sounds week. so dirty. <laughs> I got chicken on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> you like chicken? <laughs> Finger looking good. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. I'm just pushing it too far now. Uh, so what was your biggest challenge when you first started your hobby? Uh, I think the biggest challenge it, it was... Again, not comparing myself to others. I, I think it's so easy to look at all the talented people because they're while the community, uh, while the beauty community on Twitch is very small, um, there is enough people on there that are so incredibly talented that when you look at what they're doing and the work they're producing, you just sometimes it can just make you feel so inferior to them um, because you're like, wow, I I could never do that or that that looks so good. There's just no way I could ever compete or compare. And how why would why would people want to watch me do mediocre art on myself as opposed to just watching them, you know? So I, I think that was probably the hardest obstacle is just getting over my fear of being judged and my fear of not doing good enough. And is it still somewhat that today or do you have a new type of challenge? Um, I'd say for me, it's definitely a new type of challenge because now I just know that it's, you know, that, that all of that is in my own head. Um, 
accepting my artwork and learning to grow and accept the the challenges that come and just the the uh like what we were talking about uh, earlier just being more conscious about being okay with making mistakes happy little mistakes <laughs> um and moving on from that i think i think i've gotten to that point where i understand well while i may not be happy every single time i finish a piece i've learned that you know it, just because someone else is doing good with their work doesn't mean doesn't make my work any less and i should never look at their work i should always just focus on myself and kind of just look at my own lane i think is what the the um, saying is, is just look at my own lane of the road, just focus on what I'm doing and don't focus on anybody else. And yeah, beauty is in within, within the eye of the beholder or something like that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know the yeah. exact line, but yeah, along yeah, those I'm lines. I'm terrible at sayings if you can't tell. I'm just awful with them. <laughs> I'll just start saying something. <laughs> it's like that Michael Scott, oh, have the turntables. Yes, yes. <laughs> every, every single Michael Scott moment where he says the saying wrong, that's me to a T. <laughs> yep. Uh, I feel like we all have a little bit of Michael Scott in us. So for people who don't know who Michael Scott is, he is a character in the TV show The Office. Mm -hmm. Great show. If you don't know, go check it out. It's a very funny comedy. Yeah, this is not. Why is this a promotion for The Office? It's been I, like I don't done. know. We're not promoted, <laughs> but we would like. Hey, Office, please promote us. Hey, Netflix, please promote this podcast. Yeah. Podcast and makeup <laughs> are together. <laughs> yes. So when you have a stressful day, do you ever just come home and say, you know what, I'm just going to do some makeup art, and does that help you relax? Yeah. And that's actually when the times when I just don't do it on stream. I I have a stream schedule. But certain when certain days are when I have a day off and I, I'm feeling extra frustrated, it's so incredibly relaxing for me just to sit in front of a mirror, not talk to anyone, just turn on some music and just do whatever I want. Um, and it's a it's definitely art is definitely a form of therapy. And it when I get to do that just on my own, as much as I love my community and love speaking to everyone, sometimes it's just nice to create art just for yourself. And you don't even have to take a picture of it. You just you know, wash it off and there it goes. And and, and itself is really just a nice thing to do. I'm the exact same. Like sometimes I have a stressful day. I come home. I don't do makeup art. That would be a disaster. I, I can't, I can barely <laughs> draw within the lines on paintings or in things. I just fiddle around with the piano. I can't play piano, but I just fiddle around with it and it just goes away. The stress. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, your mind focuses on something else and it's relaxing. It feels good. Now on the flip side, does face art or face paint, uh, not painting, face art ever stress you out? Uh, sometimes it does. Sometimes it, it, it gets to a point where you're like, why doesn't this match what it looks like, what it should look like in my head? So it, you, you kind of like whenever you start a piece, you kind of have an idea of what you'd like it to look like. At least I do. Personally, uh, I, when I start something, I'm like, okay, I kind of want it to look like this. Um, and then as I'm doing it, I, I try to mimic what I see in my head. And then sometimes it doesn't turn out that way. And I'm like, what? What is happening? <laughs> hands, hands. I need you to communicate with my brain here because something is missing and I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so that's usually what's like so frustrating to me. I'm just like, darn it. Why can't I translate what's in my brain directly onto my face? And that's when everything else comes into play. And I'm just like, okay, got to be patient. Got to just push through it. Just got to do it. And uh, that's what makes it fun when I have the community because then I can focus on something else and it isn't just being frustrated. It's just, oh, crap, I'm frustrated. And then I get distracted by uh, laughing with someone about a joke on, uh, on the stream. Now, this might sound extremely weird, 
But let's, every time I see like you doing your art, I always, well, except for the food, because I picture food. But uh, mm-hmm. when you do like those beautiful ones where like the flowers or the illusions, I picture it coming to life. In other words, I can just see it moving and I feel like it belongs. Like I try to always picture it in like in a movie, like what kind of movie would it be in? Oh. And that's, that's the way I think. And I always. That's so cool. Yeah. Like I always look, let's say when you do your art, like when you did the flowers with the, uh, the broken face, I, I I'm not the best at describing, <laughs> but okay. I, like, I just viv- it, like imagine, I just saw like the flowers growing on you and moving and it was like in a dystopia world, like apocalypse and it was just plants growing it's everywhere. Like a cool movie. Yeah. So every time you do something like that, I always picture a movie scene that ha- does not exist, but it would be cool. That's awesome. Well, thank you. There's another compliment that I owe you for because seven cents. <laughs> Gosh. No. D- Not made out of money, you know. Damn it. Okay, we'll go back to six. Okay, cool. Do you have any word of advice for anybody who might be interested in starting, let's say, body art or f- face art or makeup art? <laughs> yeah. Um, what? Oh my gosh, what's his name? Is it... Sh- I always mess up his last name. Is it Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, <laughs> him. All right, so you know how he was like, just do it. That That's my word that's that's my word of advice. <laughs> you do know now you have to do that in a clip. Just to, just do it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> that's that's my word of advice. I think a lot of people get caught up in a, a lot of things. They can get caught up with, oh, I don't have the right, I don't have the right makeup. I don't have the right brushes. I don't have the right equipment. I don't have, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have the talent. And you just you come up with a bunch of a list of excuses of I don't when you should just do you should just mm-hmm. start it you might you might not have everything perfectly but again it's all a work in progress like when i started i had less than 10 makeup brushes um i'm a random note i'm a minimalist um <laughs> and i don't own a lot of things so i had 10 makeup brushes when i started i had two makeup palettes that were just neutral colors and I maybe had like two or three bright colors and um, I didn't have proper streaming equipment. I started streaming on my laptop, um, my MacBook Pro laptop to be more concise. Um, and I I literally, I had nothing. I started with nothing, but I wanted to start. And I think people get caught too caught up with the technical stuff and the details where they just don't do it. And I think the if you just get going with it, you can get better and start to improve as time goes on. Exactly. As long as you keep trying and learning from your mistakes. Well, not you per se, but I'm saying this to the general public. Mm-hmm. If you just keep trying, you will improve no matter what. You will always learn. Mm-hmm. Now, to go back to Shia LaBeouf, I know I'm going a little bit back. <laughs> have you ever considered doing faces? So like, let's say you were to do Shia LaBeouf's face and then do the just do it. Yeah, no, I've always what okay, so I love um she's on YouTube, she's not on Twitch. Her name is Promise Fawn. She's actually Michelle Fawn's um sister-in-law, but she does like face transformations. Um that's something that I have not done on stream yet, and I really want to. I want to buy those like mustache or the facial hair things that you could glue on your face. I want to I really want to transform myself into a, a guy of some sort. I don't I don't know but I really want to do some sort of face transformation because I think that's another form of art that I think is really impressive. And I, I want to, you know, try my hand at it because it's something new and it's fresh and I like doing things that are new and fresh. <laughs> well, once you do it, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you know when I try to turn into a dude. <laughs> 
And then you can, I'll be a girl. I'll just have to shave off my beard and... Well, no one knows. 2019, girls can grow beards. You never know, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. No judgment. Yeah, just I have a very deep voice. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Yeah. Tall, deep voice, bearded, bald girl. Yeah, I got this. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. Look at you go. You go, girl. Yeah, snap my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any uh, websites or links you'd like to share? Let's say it's your own social media or you not want to promote somebody else as well. Anything and everything. Sure. Um, I my uh, Twitch handle, so it's uh, twitch.tv forward slash C-K-C-S-E-E-K-A-Y-S-E-E. Um, if you want to find me on Instagram, I just have another extra little E on the end. So it's C-K-C with an additional E at the, at the end of my name because someone else has my name. Darn it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So it's CKC with two E's on Twitch and then it's three E's on Instagram, but that's where you can check out my work. And if you want to check out my streams, obviously you can go on Twitch. You can either catch me live. I stream Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Um, every, yeah, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, and Friday. If you just want to watch a clip or VODs, those are saved up to 30 days so you can watch a past, um, a past stream. But I will highly suggest, like, if if you're new to Twitch, that you would go watch a live stream because those are so much more fun. You can interact with the, um, actual streamers. Um, as for shouting out anyone, there's, I have so many wonderful people that I would love to shout out. It would take me so much time. But honestly, if you just go on the beauty, uh, community, uh, the beauty tag on Twitch, if even if you just type in makeup into the search bar and any one of those people are just so wonderful and so talented, I would highly suggest checking them out. So there you have it. The whole community is welcoming. It doesn't matter who you go to. They will welcome you with open arms. That's what that's what Christina said. So we mm-hmm. have to believe her. She is the wisdom. Yep. She is the truth. Exactly. Exactly. And if you experience otherwise, I did not say this at all. Yeah, just blame Alex. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We have a scapegoat. Yeah, exactly. I'm always a scapegoat. Uh, (laughs) Speaking about me, do you have any questions for me about makeup art, body art, or art on the body? Yeah. Would you you let me do makeup on your your face? I I was going to say body, but then I was like, (laughs) wow, that sounds really weird. (laughs) Would you let me do makeup on your body? You can do my feet. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Well, I might be even more of an interesting challenge if we do ever meet and you want to do it. Because I'm bald, so I'd let you use my whole head. Holy crap, that would be so much fun. Like, I feel like you already have ideas on what to do. I I feel like I just had a million pop into my head, no pun intended. Just make my head a lot shinier than it already already is. Yeah, but I mean, that's just, again, there's so much more room for activities. But I have a beard. Would you be able to work with the beard? Or would I have to shave it off? I'll include it somehow. No, 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 I'll include it somehow. You'll make it green, make it into a shrub. Exactly, exactly. We'll just have flowers growing out of it. (laughs) So yeah, there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you so much, Christina, for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom and your passion. You can really tell by her voice that she is very passionate about this. She's not even a year old at doing this on Twitch and she's still growing so much and she has so many viewers, so many people interacting and you can see the progression of how she's getting so much better. If you want to go check her out, I'll put the description in the, sorry, I'll put the links in the description below. Also her Instagram, Twitch and all that. And uh, if you want to be on my podcast, you can send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. Also, if you find this podcast useful or helpful, by all means, share. It's not going to hurt anybody. If it does, I'm truly sorry. I, you can use me as a scapegoat. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, 
it's there for people who want to speak about their hobby and for people who want to learn about new hobbies. Thank you again, Christina. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on here. I appreciate it. So there you have it. So until the next time, make some time for your hobby. Take care. Bye.